What's up, everyone? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, this is another episode of the Government Coins Podcast. We are in season five. We're in season five, and this is episode two. Oh my gosh. So today, you know, over the last few um years running this podcast, we've been focusing heavily on, you know, at the federal level and some in the local area because I'm in the state of Florida. But we recently started uh, reaching out and expanding into different areas, mostly because a lot of you were requesting. Let's put that out there. So I'm happy, you know, to be able to have this opportunity and provide some more uh, information. But today we have a special treat. This is our first Texas episode. Uh, So our first episode in the state of Texas, and it is the city of Fort Worth. And today I am joined here by Christina Brooks and Sky Williams, and I'm so excited. So thank you both for being here today. You're welcome. It is a great pleasure to share space with you. I'm excited about the conversation. Absolutely. And in just getting deeper into this, I would love to ask you both uh, just to tell us a little bit about yourself. So that way we can understand what your journey has been getting into the space of, you know, um, small business, well, equity uh, and and equity in business, uh, but also just understanding more about helping businesses navigate the procurement process. But just you in general, let us know who you are. (laughs) So I'll, I'll jump in and go first, um, because since I'm kind of the new kid on the block, kind of. Uh, so I have been with the city of Fort Worth for 20 years. So even though I say I'm new, uh, I'm not new to the city. I'm just new to the diversity and inclusion department. Um, and I've been throughout the city in a lot of different departments. I've always had a commitment to community service and to public service, right? And so I find that coming to diversity and inclusion has really helped me coalesce all of those, like my my love for helping the community, as well as making sure that we are enhancing and leaving it better than what we found it. So that's my journey to get here. I love that. Leaving it better than how we found it. I'm, I'm saving that one. <laughs> um, okay, so I am uh, Christina Brooks. I'm the Chief Equity Officer and the Director of the Department of Diversity and Inclusion. Um, and my, my journey, this is my second um, stint in public service in um, over two states, uh, <laughs> two different cities and three different mayors. Um, So um, (laughs) prior to that, I was in in the same space, working in the same space with uh, inequity um, programs and and services, uh, but came out of uh, higher education. I was at um, uh, University of Notre Dame for almost 11 years. And um, the last, three roles um, I have held uh, in higher education and and both roles in public, uh, in the public sector have all been inaugural roles. So I was the first uh, uh, diversity um, recruitment manager for the University of Notre Dame. Uh, I was the first uh, diversity and inclusion officer in uh, 
the office of or the office of the mayor uh, for then Pete Buttigieg, now Secretary Pete Buttigieg um, in the Biden administration. And when I came here, uh, Mayor Betsy Price was uh, was at the helm of the ship, and um, uh, David Cook uh, was a, man a city manager, and he's still the city manager, and now under um, uh, Mayor Matty Parker. Uh, so um, I've built uh, departments and programs <laughs> in my last three roles, uh, kind of um, creating the framework for how they would function. Um, and uh, my whole 20 plus uh, years of, of experience has always been in space working with the unvoiced people that uh, have not had a seat at the table, but had a real stake in the outcomes of the decisions that were being made there. And uh, it, it was my responsibility that if I had a seat there, um, that I was speaking on their behalf and making sure that policy decisions, processes that were being developed um, or procedures or where resources were being spent um, took them into consideration. And uh, so it's very likely that I was the one kind of centering the people um, <clears throat> in those conversations. So that's that's how I got here. <laughs> and that is a, a, a really great story in terms of how, you know, being in this space for the very first time and just really honestly do come. I think what people don't realize is about, you know, public service aspect of it is really has to in order to be successful it really has to be connected to the community um mm -hmm. yeah it really needs to be that so showing you know that from starting this to learning in the process and how well you incorporated community into the aspect of it shows yes. uh the success of these programs and why you've consistently been on this path so definitely <laughs> thank you for that now just to give us a better understanding of your roles and what they entail would you mind explaining a little bit about what those roles are and uh, yeah what those roles are and what do you do within the city yes no. You want to go first, Kai? Yeah, I'll always go first because, like, you're the closer. <laughs> like, you, you bring it home. <laughs> so, um, so, I am the diversity and inclusion manager over our business equity division in diversity and inclusion department. So, say that five times fast. <laughs> so, the city of Fort Worth has a business equity ordinance which is a law that says that um, we have a responsibility or um, we make an attempt to, to give a certain amount of business to minority or women-owned businesses. So, um, and that is for contracts that are for greater than $100,000. So any city contract that's over that amount we have a responsibility to make sure that we are attempting to um, give that business to, to the minority or women-owned businesses. Now, having said that, um, my section is responsible for kind of collecting and analyzing the availability in the market. So like to 
tell how many businesses are out there that can serve and, and can um, get these contracts. And then we also work internally to the city of Fort Worth with project managers to make sure that when we're going out for bids, that the information that we're putting out on the street is um, it has inclusive language and that it is prepared correctly so that it it is available for um, all businesses, not just people who are, you know, at at the at the highest level, but for small businesses as well. And then, uh, once those awards are given, then my section also helps make sure that we are in compliance with the ordinance. So making sure that everyone is doing the right thing and that we are making um, that payments are being made on time and that everything is in compliance. So that's what I do. Okay, and I do have a follow-on question before Christina hops on, and, and I, uh, the availability aspect of it. I think this is the first time that that has been brought up on the podcast, um, but could you share more about what that looks like in terms of identifying available bu businesses in mm -hmm. the area? Sure. So our marketplace is, we actually have six counties uh, that we can can pull from and then within those six that six county region um a business has to be certified as an an M mbe minority business enterprise a wbe woman-owned business um or a dbe disadvantaged business enterprise once they are certified then that is how we determine whether or not they can go on can become part of the list for availability, depending upon what the service is or what their, their business is. So, so I, can, I can, yeah. Oh, so I ahead. can jump, yeah, I can jump in there. Mm -hmm. um, availability uh, specific to the program um, means that they, they have to be certified to participate in the program. Now, there are a lot of, uh, African-American, Hispanic, Asian, Native, and women-owned businesses that exist in the marketplace, but they aren't certified as a, in a minority business enterprise or a women business enterprise. What we do um, is track that, right? So when we pull an availability list, we're only pulling those firms that are certified as an MBE or a WBE, what we call here in Fort Worth, business equity firms, right? Because here in Texas, technically they're not minor the minority, they are the majority. So we, we like to use language that's consistent with facts um, and therefore we call them business equity firms. Love that, business equity. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so just, um, keeping it clear, you need to be certified through, I mean, you need to be certified in order to be on this list. Now, in terms of the certification process, I know that's something that we're going to hop in a little bit later, but would you mind telling us more about your role, Christina? Sure. Um, so as the chief equity officer and director of the department, um, there are three divisions that I'm responsible for. 
Um, business equity division that, that uh, Sky has already mentioned, we're responsible for making sure that uh, we're in compliance with our business equity ordinance. All contracts over $100,000 come through our department. Um, we determine whether or not we can set goals on those, depart on, on those contracts based on availability. Uh, then we have a civil rights enforcement division, which also is responsible for an ordinance. It's our non-discrimination ordinance uh, that looks at fair housing, fair employment, public accommodations, ADA or Americans with Disabilities Act and Title VI programs. So any uh, programs where federal funds come in, uh, there are federal guidelines that have to be followed. So that division is responsible for um, performing investigations. Um, we're the substantial equivalent of uh, U.S. Housing and Urban Development or HUD as well as the EEOC. Um, so we can investigate cases on their behalf locally um, in, in that division. Um, then the other division, which really didn't exist in any form or fashion before our department was created, that's the Municipal Equity Division. And uh, that division is really responsible for kind of all of the education and cultural programming for city staff as well as uh, partnerships with uh, external organizations um, for citywide cultural events, as well as tracking equity in municipal service delivery, which is something that uh, is kind of new. Um, not too many uh, cities or, or agencies um, uh, do that, but we're doing it here in, in Fort Worth. So we're looking at everything from uh, stormwater to streets and sidewalks to uh, permitting process and zoning and land use and future land use and seeing how our policies impact the equity of outcomes uh, for our community and we call that our thriving together plan. Um, so uh, those are the three divisions that that we're responsible for, that I'm responsible for as the uh, chief equity officer and the director of the department. Very nice. Uh, I didn't I didn't know the department uh, had multiple different divisions under it that you were managing. So uh, <laughs> Christina, you did not tell me all of this. No, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so staying on topic, I want to move into our, our, your small business program. Now, we mentioned that, you know, in order for a business to be considered a, a part of the program, they would need to be certified. But what are some of the other components of the program in terms of what would make a business want to get certified? Like, what are the benefits of your your small business program and how does it operate? Yeah, so. Uh, I'll start and then you do the uh, clean up batting <laughs> on this one. <laughs> um, I think uh, the city of Fort Worth is almost a million residents, right? And we have a, about a five or six billion dollar budget. That means we spend a lot of money and we spend a lot of money on construction projects. We spend a lot of money on goods and services that each one of our 25 uh, departments, 26 now, I think we just added a department this year <laughs> in October, um, 26 departments actually spend. So there's a lot 
and there are a lot of projects that come through city, right? So when you think about infrastructure projects and the infrastructure bill, um, we get money, we've received federal money um, for uh, transportation projects, for water department projects. Um, and these are multi-million dollar projects that need contractors to do the work, right? And so if there's a business case to be made for why it would be a great idea to get certified and register as a vendor with the city of Fort Worth, um, it's about a billion dollars of open contracting opportunities that we have available. Yeah, you had me at six billion. So um, <laughs> definitely keeping that in mind. And then also the 26 departments. Like I think that's one component that we don't necessarily look at enough is you can do business with multiple different departments within one entity. So I love that you mentioned the 26 departments. I'm going to have to start asking that question more often. <laughs> How many departments do you have? Um, and Scott, before I move to the next one, did, is there anything you wanted to add to that one? Because I'm just so, the next Well, I did want to just add. So one of those 26 departments that we have is actually in our, our economic development department. And um, in one of my previous jobs here at the city, I did work in economic development as well. And so uh, they are really focused on helping small businesses kind of, and kind of cultivating that next generation of entrepreneur within the city of Fort Worth. So they actually have a campus, it's actually right across the, the road from us, uh, in which it's the Business Assistance Center, the DeVoy Jennings, sorry, Business Assistance Center, uh, where they have on-campus and off-campus partners that they partner with to help small businesses. So from anywhere from starting a business to growing a business, all of that economic development kind of helps those businesses when they need that assistance. Um, so that's one of our 26 departments. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all yeah. that. I'm gonna and grab that, the link and drop and those, that development. <laughs> yeah, and those those programs that Sky is mentioning, um, the technical assistance that's provided in what, what we affectionately call the BAC, Business Assistance Center, uh, um, everything from access to capital programs to uh, writing your initial business plan, um, to figuring out how to scale your business. Um, it really is uh, the life cycle of a business. Um, those services are provided in one spot, um, in one location, uh, in one building. All right, I got the link. I'm dropping it in the chat now, y'all. Don't worry. Um, okay, so that that's a good point. And I think it kind of highlights and it goes into our next question, which is focused around small business events and how businesses can get in front of, you know, these 26 um, departments or in the individuals who would be able to purchase from them um, to just advertise their products and services a little bit. Is Are, do you, are you having events like that or... Oh, yes. <laughs> all the time. We have events all the time. And again, so economic development really does take kind of the lead role in a lot of the workshops and the events that they um, hold for the small businesses. Right now, I believe they are doing a four-part series that is focusing on 
like the financial aspects of small business um, ownership and and creation. So, um, but they do them all the time. We hold these workshop series and people can either go to the back and, and take the workshops or we are out in the community all the time uh, to do outreach events. Now, for my division in business equity, because we work so closely with contractors and subcontractors, we have a list of those, those folks. And so we routinely do what's known as an outreach campaign in which once there are um, activities or workshops or classes that are that are coming um, on the horizon, we send that out to our, our list of vendors and subcontractors as well so that they are aware of those opportunities that are coming up. Okay. And then in or so for business, how would I make two questions? How would I be able to get on that list to understand what events are coming up? <laughs> and then the second question is, is there somewhere on the website that I can find the upcoming events as well? Yes. So um, so certification is going to be like our answer to everything <laughs> because we want to make sure that um, these businesses are certified. So for me, for us, for in business equity, the most important thing is to make sure that the, the businesses are certified through one of our certifying agencies. And then so that's how, um, in addition to actually registering with the city of Fort Worth as a vendor, those are, those are how you would get um, on our lists. Um, and then I will shoot you the website <laughs> that that will help um kind of direct people to where they need to go got it okay and if you can send me that link i'll definitely oh, drop yeah. it on here as well um but in the so the answer is certification so let's get into that right let's dive into that a little bit what does what is the process for certification what do i need to have to get certified or you don't have to go into what do i need to have but what is the process for certification? So the city of Fort Worth itself, we do not, we are not a certifying agency. So, but we partner with certifying agencies to make sure that um, businesses get certified. So there are a variety of, of certification agencies. Hold on, I have the list. <laughs> So uh, we work with the North Central Texas Regional Certification Agency um, called NCTRCA. Uh, we also work with the Dallas-Fort Worth Minority Supplier Development Council, and then the Women's Business Council, Southwest, and then, of course, the Texas Department of Transportation. So any of those agencies can certify a business, and what we encourage all businesses to do is to get certified every certification that they are, uh, that's available to them to get. So sometimes what will happen is that you'll just get, um, maybe you'll be certified as an MBE, but you could actually qualify to be a DBE, an MBE, a WBE. So you actually should try to get certified for everything that you qualify for so that you, um, so that the opportunities are there as, as many opportunities as you can get are there and are open to you. I like that. And then the other question is, uh, I see this metric 
uh, the metrics on here to show all of the different certifying agencies. So one, that's amazing within itself. I dropped the link in the chat for that certi uh, certifying agency metrics. Um, so that's another question. I see on here it has like the federal certifications. Do you also accept those? Because that's a, that's a. Yes. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Depends on the project. So, yeah. you know, for for city funded projects that are local, um, our business equity ordinance uh, kind of runs the show and that's you have to be certified as an MWBE. If federal funds are involved, uh, then, you know, if you're certified as a DBE or a disadvantaged business enterprise, uh, then we will recognize that or a hub. Uh, and um, historically underutilized business if it's if, if state funds are in there. Um, so it just depends on where the money, the source of the money uh, as to which certification will apply. I love that. Where is the money coming from? Okay, I like that. And <laughs> you it's it's you usually don't see cities accepting like those certifications. So to hear, you know, where the money's coming from is a good, you know, model to follow for businesses. So if you have those certifications, you could definitely reach out and, and ask to see. So I love that. Okay. Um, now let's talk a little bit about procurement because I got excited when I saw that $6 billion big B. But <laughs> I got excited. That's the total um, budget. That's the total budget. It's a billion dollars in contracting and procurement. That alone. <laughs> Like that alone, <laughs> just a billion. We're just talking a just, billion, just a billion. No biggie, just a billion dollars. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about that um, because the procurement aspect of it and just understanding as a small business, where can I hop into this space? And I just, first question is, what are your current procurement thresholds? So, so let me make sure that I understand the question. What do you mean thresholds? So how can, let's say, for example, so I know the contracting opportunities that are above 100,000 have the MBE requirements, but let's say I'm a small business. I can't, I can't possibly take on that work, right? But what if I wanted to come in and do a micro purchase or provide some service where agency can do micro purchases or P car purchases or things like that? Like, what are those thresholds that we can kind of navigate through to work our way up to that $100,000 opportunity? Right. So I, I think what you're kind of referring to are subcontractors. That would be, um, so you would have like the prime person on, on the contract. And then what they can do is bring in subcontractors that are usually smaller businesses or small businesses who can do a portion of kind of the total project. So, um, and, and we do that all the time. We have like, that's the majority of what we do is that we will have, um, the prime and then we have a variety of subcontractors and those subcontractors contractors make up the goal that we set uh, for M MWB or the, the business equity goal, excuse me. And, and to add to that, um, I think some of the thresholds with the city, we look at any purchase that's up to $3,500, it can be a P-card purchase. So um, those, uh, or 3,000 for a P-card, 
Um, but that that's kind of the first bucket. So any um, certified firm that has some type of service that a that one of the departments may want to purchase, you know, toilet paper or party supplies or something like that, and you've got a party supply business, catering. The in, yep, catering. The individual department can actually use the P card to make those purchases with the certified business equity firm, right? The next kind of bucket um, is anything from 3,500 up to like 10,000. And then um, you can't put it on a P card, but since it's under that threshold, uh, in some cases, specifically like for professional services, it doesn't have to go through the normal RFP process, right? A department can just select someone and say, I'm going to use them for this professional service. So it doesn't have to go through the normal process. It's not until you get up to, you know, those $100,000 contracts when um, all of those kind of stipulations are in place where it you have to run it through an RFP, an RFQ, uh, or an RFI uh, process or uh, you know, um, to actually look at multiple um, multiple contractors or vendors that are trying to provide the same service. And then depending on what type of bid advertisement it is, it's under different, uh, you know, guidelines. So if it's lowest bid, then um, you could name a thousand different things that you're going to do. But if your price is higher, <laughs> we're going to go with the lowest bidder. Um, and uh, so it, it it kind of varies and depends, but those are kind of the buckets. Anything under 3000 you can go straight to the department and say, hey, I can provide this service. They don't have to go through kind of the, the full uh, RFP process that they would if it's at a higher threshold of over 100000 I when appreciate they, that because those $3,000 will add up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they, no, you're absolutely right. It will. But one thing that I um, forgot to mention is that they do still need to register with the city of Fort Worth purchasing as a vendor. So it is um, going to be on that link that I sent you. So they will still need to register as a vendor. Okay, so I'll definitely go ahead and drop that link in there. But those those uh three thousand dollars add up for twenty six departments. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, right? Um, and this is and this is Texas, so you know there are lots of parties. There are lots of parties. <laughs> the what is it? What is, what was that saying about Texas? Go big. Everything well, is bigger in Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> bigger in Texas. <laughs> and like right now, I'm I'm just saying. We're going into the holiday season. All these departments are trying to throw holiday department holiday parties. It would be great if you had a small business that had party supplies um, that could, you know, register with the city and make yourself available and known um, to us and our department to Sky. Make sure she knows that you're registering as a, as a vendor and we can help get the word out. Y'all heard this woman say they gonna help get the word out. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> I'm convinced. Like I just need to move there for the holiday season and then come back to Florida. So I'm, I'm no, convinced. you won't want to do that. It has to be quality. It has to be quality. Let me be clear. 
like it has to be a quality good or service right. because we you know like like sky said this is texas we go big or we go home but it has to be high quality <laughs> high quality services absolutely okay sky said i wouldn't want to come back home i i'm you won't now <laughs> people, come girl. Here. people come here and they don't leave <laughs> I'll 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 keep that in mind for sure. But I'm I'm a Florida girl now. I'd have been around the world. I had to come all the way back here. So you know what we don't have in North Texas is hurricanes. Oh, <laughs> we don't have hurricanes here. That you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, let me do some research. Um, but I'm gonna drop this uh, link now. The other part of it is. Going into, you know, what you said about let, letting yourself be known and what is the best way to market, you know, my business in within the city to actually just, like you said, let them let my presence be known, let my business presence known. So in my. Yeah, so. Oh, I was just going to say, so from my experience in economic development and just kind of being around the city. I still feel like the, the best way to get your name out there and to get word on the street is networking. So going to events, going to um, going to the workshops, making sure that you are seen and that people know who you are and just getting out into the community is still, in my opinion, even though it sounds kind of old fashioned, it's still the best way to to really be known in the community and then there's the you know the the for the for the people that are more digitally minded and technology uh savvy um what what we get and what i personally get all the time are um you know business equity firms that send me their digital brochures uh or links to their website saying hey I just opened my business. This is what I this is what I do. Here are some of my previous customers. I'd love to do business with the city of Fort Worth. And we respond to that. I send them to uh to Sky and Gwen and that division. We make sure that they register with the city and get them um, as a registered vendor with the city. And then we have a um uh a management system that allows us to do um, campaigns, digital campaigns. So we can share that information with our whole database and say, we've got a new business in the community that offers this services. Welcome to Fort Worth, right? So what better way to, to make introductions than to kind of have a, a coming out party digitally? And then like Sky said, there is nothing that beats in-person networking, right? When you are in the room with uh, project managers who are responsible for bid advertisements and purchasing and procurement and contracting to actually get to know you face-to-face, -face, right? When they, when they meet you, they've seen your brochure, they've seen what it says on paper, but when somebody embodies what that company stands for, um, and and the level of service that you might be able to provide is standing face to face. That's when people are going to remember you when it's time when when that next code comes up 
and oh wow I met that person at that last networking event and let's reach out and make sure that they know that we're about to advertise this bid um, and they'll invite you to apply right they'll invite you um, into the process and that's always a good sign if somebody sought you out and said I want to make sure that they know about this opportunity and, and invite you to apply for a, a bid opportunity I like that I like that invite me I want to come to the party <laughs> I, I have a question and this is kind of going back to what we were talking about um there's a business that says, what is the process for an entrepreneur in other states who are looking to do business with the city or they're looking to transfer their business to the city? So that's a, a two-parter. <laughs> Y'all over here recruiting people. We <laughs> move here. We do. <laughs> yeah. So for for companies that are looking to do business that aren't physically located in our marketplace yet, um, there, there is a provision um, in our ordinance where if you partner with a firm that is already here and you do that for uh, a significant amount of time where you've, you can show that over a 10-year period, you've done about a million dollars of business here, then we can count you in the program as well. But we would love for you to physically relocate. Yes. Events <laughs> uh -oh. in person. But, you know, uh, we do have digital networking events as well. Um, that's one of the things that I'm sure everybody had to make that pivot during COVID where we still had to connect with our um, with our business equity firms. Um, and one way that we did that is we developed a, a, a pretty robust uh, digital networking um, model. So we work hand in hand with our uh, Fort Worth Metropolitan Black Chamber of Commerce, who's led by a phenom, mm -hmm. black female, Michelle Greenford, shout out to Michelle. Um, they just little little shameless plug here. They just won Chamber of the Year nationally, Black Chamber of the Year nationally. Um, so Michelle is Michelle is all of that in a bag of chips. And well, the Chamber of Commerce, huh? I proceed to go find the link, right? Yes, yes. And then our Fort Worth Hispanic um, Chamber of Commerce is led by the incomparable Annette Landeros, who is um, just a legend here in Fort Worth. Um, she's killing the game um, and, and has just transformed the landscape uh, for our Hispanic uh, contractors here in the area. So we partner with both of them on all of our events. Um, and we come to their events. They're one of our uh, actual consulting partners. So they provide technical assistance. And that we have, when we have opportunities, we send it to them and then they send it out to their networks. Um, so it's, it is, uh, we, we are, um, I think, trying to become a very well-oiled machine that is uh, building an inclusive economic ecosystem right here. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that's amazing. And it's probably not by accident that women are leading the charge. I mean, it's by design, to be honest with you. It's by design. <laughs> I love that. And I love the shameless plugs. I love it. Yes, <laughs> I, I, we, I, we talk about this like, well, with some friends of mine, but we talk about people who speak your name in rooms when you're not even there. Like, that is amazing. So anytime you could do that, hop it in there because we want to know these people too. <laughs> we yes. want to talk about them. So Michelle Green Ford, Annette Landeros. <laughs> Listen, I done dropped the links in the chat. So y'all go ahead go to it i'm i'm uh i have one more question so someone said would uh would registered vendors with no certification yet be considered um well would they be considered if they went on after an opportunity under a hundred thousand yes so (laughs) we don't we don't deny anybody right Right. we want you to participate The difference is that we wouldn't be able to count you in our reporting under the business equity program until you completed your certification. And if you're in the process of completing certification, we can make sure that we provide support so that gets completed, right? If there's a, if you're stuck, uh, that's why we partner with um, the North Central Texas Regional Certifying Agency um actually sky's boss and our my the ad of that department is gwen wilson she actually sits on the board for the north central texas regional certifying agency so she helps shape the direction of our uh the the certifying agency for north texas not just fort worth but for north texas um and then we've got margo posey who is the chair of our business equity advisory board who is also the leader at our DFW Minority Supplier Development Council, the other certifying agency. So we just got connections, connections, connections. And yes. one thing about me, I love me a good name dropper. So y'all <laughs> seen over here dropping these names. When you find these people on LinkedIn, <laughs> or you reach out, hey, Christina, I heard of Christina talking about you on the Government Coins podcast. Like this I love me a name dropper. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> so if y'all haven't learned anything from that, go back, watch the, uh, or listen to it again. If you're watching it on YouTube, go back, watch it, get your note, take the take the name down. You find their email or you reach out to them on LinkedIn or when you go to an event and you see them, I heard about all the amazing work you're doing and thank them. Thank them for what they're doing because there's no reason someone like uh, Christina would be on here praising somebody if they're not providing some type of value. So um, let's leave. Trust, let's- trust and believe that is not me. I will look, not going to come out of my mouth if I haven't seen evidence of great. Listen, y'all, if y'all have some more questions, go ahead and drop them in the chat. We're getting ready to wind down. So I have one final question um, to ask Christina and Sky. And actually, let me pull it up right here. Uh, so we mentioned a little bit about businesses reaching out. What is your preferred method for businesses reaching out to the business equity department? So you can... You can call us, you can email us, you can drop by if you wanted to, um, but probably the easiest way is going to be through our email, um, and I will send that to you. That's going to be the easiest way, but then you can also call in our office as well. 
Let's see. Um, I don't know too many people out here giving out their phone number. So uh, <laughs> just so y'all know, they are serious about the work that they are doing. I just got to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, and and I agree with Sky. I think if, if the email, it's documented, number one, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we can always follow up. Uh, a phone call, you might we might miss it. There might be a technical error or something like that, and we don't get it. Uh, if you don't leave a message or we don't recognize the number, anything can happen with the phone call. But I think if you uh, send us an email, then we actually have something that we can refer back to. I love that. And you keep the conversation going. OK, so no one dropped a question in this amount of time that we're going to answer them. Um, but again, you always have the opportunity to reach out and learn more and share more about your business. Listen, Christina and Scott. I don't know. This is such a great episode. I'm just grateful. I I feel like this is some information that I'm going to use and come when I come to uh, Fort Worth. So (laughs) let me put that out there. When you move to Fort Worth. Oh, God. See, movies are strong. (laughs) I say come. (laughs) Okay, so I have these links. Um, Any departing wisdom that you would like to share with the community and and small businesses? So I'll start because, because Christina's her closer. So, um, so I will say this, that for, for years and years and years, we have not been invited to the table. We have not been invited into the rooms where these decisions are being made. Um, And I think that that environment is changing through the work that we're doing here and in other places. And I think that now is the time for anyone who is bold enough and and courageous enough to want to be a part of that conversation, to come in and to have a seat at that table and to really become a part of it. It's your time. And I will just say that um, I'm a I'm a history buff. That was a, my undergraduate degree is in history, and so uh, one of the the key uh, time periods that I always look to is Reconstruction after the Civil War, and when you look at how people of color um during reconstruction rose to a level of prosperity and excellence in a very short amount of time right when the door finally opened we not only stepped through girl we ran the hundred in less than six seconds right we built Black Wall Street and businesses in every industry, we were clicking. Let's do that again. Let's Let's do do that again. Let's do that again. We have everything available to us. And then some things that we didn't even, people, our ancestors would have never dreamed that we would have access to the things that we have access to now. And if they were able to accomplish what 
they did under the circumstances they were coming out of. What are we capable of now? So like Sky said, look, let's step through the door. Let's dream big and let's support each other. Support each other. When somebody starts a business, go buy their stuff. Go, go, go spend money with their business, right? Don't just pat them on the back. Good, good job, girl. All right. You got your new business. Go spend money with them. Talk about them, encourage them, right? And make sure that they stay in business. Stay in business. So that's where I'm going to stop. <laughs> you know what? That I'm touching and agreeing with you on that right there. Because that was a yes. whole sermon. Touch and it. agree. Yes, I love that one. And then, <laughs> so as soon as we get ready to go off, someone asked a question, right? And they wanted to know when is the next industry day um, in Fort Worth? If you're having some events, I, or I don't know when the actual date is. I believe that there's an event coming up in November. Okay, but I'm not a hundred percent sure of the exact date. Okay, that's fine. They if you go to the website, you could also yes. email. Listen, email business equity. Yes, uh, division. Look, I'm I'm a part of the team now. Uh, but you know the <laughs> yes, business you equity are. <laughs> And as you can ask that question um, and you'll, pro- you'll get a response closer to that date or when something comes out. So, right. um, but yes, that, that was an amazing closing. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for the work that you, you all are doing and I'm going to continue to do, and it's only going to get bigger and better from here. Um, good luck. Uh, wait. Good luck with all of the businesses who are responding to some of these opportunities and going through this process of getting certified. Um, as long as long as you continue and persist through this process, you will get there. You will definitely get there. Um, in the meantime, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. We have episodes coming out with multiple city, states, and local uh, government agencies throughout the United States um, this season and the seasons beyond. We have someone in the chat that says, "Amen." Thank you all. This this great this great. It was a great help. This was uh, full of information. Thank you. So people are going in in the chat, and again, I, I want to thank you both again. And we'll definitely do this again. So let's leave that at that. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Until next time. All right. Thank you. Thank you.